Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. If you're just joining us, this is the Tech Mobility Show, and this is Topic B. Recently, much has been made about the failure of self-driving technology and the companies chasing that promise to actually deliver self-driving cars for the general populace. While the goal of a personal self-driving car may still be years away, doesn't mean that the autonomous vehicles will not be plying on our it does not mean that autonomous vehicles will not be plying about our highways and byways. While I've certainly have talked about how that's playing out in the trucking industry, the dream of autonomous vehicles that are not commercial trucks is not quite dead yet. So let's start with a point of reference. Let me take you back to 2018. 2018, GM told us that their Maven subsidiary would start offering autonomous robo-taxis in a variety of cities for people to partake of. That was five years ago. And as we all know, didn't happen. On another note, Ford and Volkswagen had invested in a company called Argo AI. They recently just shut that down. Here's what happened. They are finding out that after spending collectively as an industry $160 billion, that they're still further away both in time, talent, and money of getting these things available for the average person to experience. It's long been the autonomous industry's intent to ease into it by offering these vehicles first as what they're calling robo-taxis. And in, to, to wit, Waymo's been doing that in Arizona and getting ready to do it in California. Cruise Automation has been doing it in California. Both companies are looking to expand their offerings in other cities. Unfortunately, they're not making any money at it. In fact, they're continuing to lose billions of dollars. Now, not every company that started this way ended up either with the deep pockets of either Cruise Automation or Waymo or got shut down like Argo AI. For some of these companies, uh, like Aurora, for example, they pivoted to the truck field, to trucking. And to find autonomous trucks is going to be much more a thing a lot sooner for a lot of reasons we're not going to cover right now, and we've actually covered in the past. But autonomous vehicles that are not commercial trucks while that industry is stressed, it is not dead. Let me, let me explain. Despite enormous technological hurdles and economic headwinds, self-driving vehicles with no humans behind the wheel are carrying paying passengers in San Francisco, Phoenix, and China. We said $160 billion, and that's over the last 12 years. And those attempting to scale a technology that once promised to upend transportation must still commit even more money, and summon more patience. Needless to say, if you are an investor in one of these companies, patience is something that you are not particularly possessed a lot of. They're expecting the adoption to be more of a drip, drip, drip over time as opposed to a tsunami or flood. They're hoping as they get these problems licked, it will be a steady trickle. And of course, like I've mentioned, you've heard of Waymo. You've heard of Cruise. You might recall that uh, Uber actually had a hand in that. And after an incident in Arizona uh, where a woman got killed uh, as a result of one of their vehicles, they're out. They got out. But Waymo was first, and they're still at it. 
even though their parent company and their investors are saying, hey, you need to stem the tide of losses down here. We don't want to carry them forever. That's still a thing. Here's something you didn't know. GM's subsidiary, Cruise Automation, currently operates as many as 150 robo-taxis in San Francisco. Bet you didn't know it was that many. Here's something else you didn't know. The company anticipates deploying its purpose-like pod-like origin taxi this year, and they're looking at expanding their fleets in Phoenix and Austin, Texas, and that those fleets could reach a size comparable to what's going on in San Francisco by the end of this year. As far as Waymo's concerned, they're looking at expanding in San Francisco and their third city, Los Angeles. It's not dead. Across the pond in China, Baidu operates robo-taxis right now in Beijing, along with Wuhan and Chongqing in China, and plans to add as many seven cities in that country this year. Robo-taxis. Such an increase would mean that Baidu operates driverless vehicles across several hundred kilometers, constituting the world's largest service area for an autonomous fleet. This ain't over. So you're you're thinking, like, why are they still doing this? Why? What is the deal? Well, (laughs) you know, it's always, it's an issue of money. So let me get right down to it. Autonomous taxis carry a cost between $1.42 and $2.24 per mile for operators, while conventional taxis with a human run at $3.55 a mile. And that's according to a 2021 Environmental Research Letters report that analyzed both businesses using San Francisco's as a case study. In other words, it makes more sense an autonomous vehicle. The issue is they're still losing billions trying to get there. Because, well, number one, you got to convince the public to want to use it. Number two, you have to have enough vehicles to make it convenient enough because they argue that as they get scaled up, the cost will come down and make them even cheaper to use than any other ride-sharing service out there, be it Uber, Lyft, whatever. That's the plan. The question is, will they have the time, the money, and will they be able to develop a fleet in a way where they can make some money while they're not scaling up availability, they're also scaling up expenses. Somewhere they need to find a civil bullet and they have not found it yet. And that's been the problem. That has been the problem. Now, there are other companies, and you may not have realized this, there's a bunch of other companies out there trying to do this. And I didn't even realize there were that many, but there are. Let me see if I can get that list for you because I think you should know. Because you, th- you would have thought it was just those two companies, but there's actually more companies out there trying to make this happen. And that really, I didn't know. In addition to Waymo and Cruise, there is Mobileye, Motional, Zooks, May Mobility, AutoX, and We Ride, in addition to Beidou, that's out here in this space trying to make uh, robo-taxis uh, economically feasible. And collectively, they're losing billions of dollars. So here's the question. Does one of them crack the code and figure out how to scale up without having to also scale up lockstep and expenses? Somebody who finds the secret sauce to make that work has a real chance. And Baidu might be the ones to do it because the technology they're using doesn't require special equipment. And that's the thing. Let me jump to that 
and I'm sorry I misspoke, I said Baidu, it was not Baidu who figured it out, it's Xping that figured it out uh, for their G9 SUV. They've got a breakthrough in that it's the first mass-produced vehicle in the industry to achieve autonomous driving capabilities without requiring hardware modification, but through software upgrades alone. And I've always said that the issue was the existing uh, driver assistant software is what they're building this on. In this case, for XPing, they done figured it out and saved hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in development costs in order to get that. And they're doing this in China right now. The question is, will they license the technology? Will somebody else buy them and apply it somewhere else? It could be a real game changer. So autonomous vehicles that are not trucks, not dead yet. This is going to be a thing. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days everybody wants to be social and we're no exception hi i'm ken chester host of the tech mobility show we get to share additional content that you won't find on the show facebook instagram twitter and even tiktok yeah we're there you can find us at tech mobility pod on twitter and at the tech mobility show everywhere else check us out be sure to follow us Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 